Today is Monday, September 12th, 2022. More Trump raids coming. Kamala Harris, CNN, and Hillary Clinton all joined together to attack MAGA supporters as terrorists on the 9-11 anniversary as Joe Biden's regime moves to free the actual 9-11 terrorists. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. On our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941. September 11th, 2001, and January 6th, 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, if you appreciate what we're doing and if you care about saving this country, and we certainly do on this program, we invite you to please follow us on our podcast link, download our show on your favorite podcast platform, and make sure that we are able to go directly into your phone, the way that we are able to get around the censors on social media, the way that we are able to negotiate and traverse this dangerous social media warfare is to make sure we have a direct connection to you, and that is through downloading our podcast. We thank you for doing so. Click on on the Benny Show anywhere that podcasts are broadcast and make sure that you get it directly from us every single day. The audio only version of the podcast has exclusive interviews and is totally uncensored because we have the ability to say what we want on that platform and most importantly reach you. That is what this is all about because we are reaching dangerous times right now in this country. A brief study of world history will show you that a kulak is a very dangerous thing to be. What is a kulak, Benny? Well, a kulak is what the Russian communists called anyone who was their political political enemy. They made it into a slur. Now you could go through time and find like Hitlerian Germany, Nazi Germany and the Third Reich. They obviously had their own scapegoats. So did Mao Zedong's China. But it was the kulaks in the Soviet Union that stood for anything that stands against the institutional power of Joseph Stalin and the Communist Party. For instance, if you were a Ukrainian dissident and you were starving because Joseph Stalin stole all of your grain and burned your farm, Joseph Stalin wanted gave a speech to the Politburo about how the starvation of the Ukrainians was an act of rebellion against the state. How they're starving to death because they had no food was an act of rebellion and they must be treated as terrorists. A kulak could mean a rich person. It could mean a poor person. It could mean a farmer. It could mean anything they want it to mean as long as it stands against the institutional power of the Soviet Union. That was what the scapegoat was meant to do. It was meant to inspire people to hate the enemies of the state and to inspire just blind seething and be a pretext to lock up anyone they wanted to. Joseph Stalin, famous quote, if you show me the man, I'll show you the crime. That is happening right now in America and our blood is boiling over this last September 11th anniversary. This was an anniversary that the regime used in order to plot more raids on Donald Trump and his homes in order to try and to support this criminal enterprise, which is the DOJ and which is the FBI. Into our first story, ladies and gentlemen, as the regime desecrates the memory of th nearly 3,000 Americans who died on September 11th. God save them and God help their families as they see time after time after time, the left use this anniversary for their own political gain. These people are sick. Did Trump transfer documents to bed minister? Ex-FBI official Peter Strzok floats theory that there will be more raids coming. This is a theory that Donald Trump 
has more stashed documents at his various properties and the FBI must raid all of them. Why is this theory important and who is propagating it? The people who are propagating it are the ones who know that they didn't get Jack in their raid of Mar-a-Lago. Why would they be wanting to raid more? Okay, so it didn't matter that they had no legal basis to raid Mar-a-Lago in the first place. It doesn't matter that the Russiagate documents that they're seething after, that they're running after, that Peter Strzok is implicated in, show extreme criminality and danger to our nation and danger to everything that we hold dear in this country. It doesn't matter that everything they have done here, the pretext of it, has all been illegal from the start, from the issuance of the warrant all the way through. And we've cataloged that, and we will continue to catalog that this week. They want more, because evil never sleeps. And the banality of evil is that they won't ever sleep. These people won't sleep until Donald Trump is in jail. He is a kulak. That's why we started with that story. They must abuse him and violate his rights, and they must continue to persecute him until every single MAGA supporter is in prison. That's the goal. On this September 11th, they have turned the apparatus of the state, the superstructure of espionage and spying on you. You are now the enemy. It is no longer an intelligence organization that has its tools of espionage pointed outward. Now the tools of surveillance and domestic terrorism are pointed inward at us. And they are showing this and revealing it in their obsession with raiding Donald Trump and stealing and violating his constitutional rights. Here we go. Former FBI official Peter Strzok, a frequent critic of Donald Trump, floated a theory on Saturday that the former president may have transferred classified documents from Florida to Bedminster in New Jersey, his other property. Strzok's comments come a month after the FBI raided Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort residence where they found confidential and classified documents false. These have been declassified. Who's writing this? Shame on them. Newsweek, of course. Merrick Garland confirmed last month that he personally approved the raid, meaning he will be impeached for it. On Twitter on Saturday, Strzok posted images of a video footage apparently showing Donald Trump taking boxes from a private jet to his bedminster golf course. Of course, this is uncorroborated, and of course, this is just pure blue and on pablum in order to get these drooling idiots to continue to think that they'll get Trump this time. This is the news reports on uh, NBC News, of course. NBC News thoroughly shot through with Hillary Clinton contracts. NBC News has hired... Uh, Hillary Clinton's daughter, she worked for NBC News. This is regime media saying, no, 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 one, tra one raid isn't enough. We must have more. Go. Your NBCNews.com piece, you write, uh, the government also wrote in an eyebrow-raising line that the injunction could impede efforts to identify the existence of any additional classified records that are not being properly stored. So, Ryan, what might that actually signal, and what could that legal wrangling ultimately mean for the DOJ's criminal investigation? Yeah, we know it's a little bit of a hint there, because remember, the FBI has only searched one of Trump's properties, so... Theoretically, they, they only know about what exactly happened at Mar-a-Lago. They don't know about his other properties, where he's been staying in New York, if there's anything in Bedminster. Uh, so it's a little bit of a hint there that they need to know, they need to get those documents and keep this investigation going to see if there are any more improperly stored documents. The Kulaks are not people. We must raid them. We must persecute them. And if they starve in their field after we've burned their farms, well, then that is just what they get. These people are vicious. They are completely evil. 
the banality is of evil is that they don't even see what they are doing. They don't recognize the perpetration and the erosion of civil rights will mean the destruction of their own civil rights. Eat me last alligator is exactly what is happening right now. Paul Sperry reported last Thursday that more raids on Trump properties were in the works. Paul Sperry, one of our favorite reporters. We'll see if he's right. We pray he isn't. Uh, and we know that the people who are attempting to try and cover all this up, Peter Strzok, for instance, are the people who are implicated inside of these Russiagate documents. Remember and be smart. This is always and has always been about Russiagate. This will never stop being about Russiagate. This is Russiagate 3.0, you've already seen Russiagate 2.0 and Trump's impeachments. This is what happens inside of a collapsing regime. These are the acts of desperate people who actually know that their power is dissipating by the second. Remember last month when Joe Biden doddered out in front of TV cameras and said, hey, I'm going to forgive everyone's student loans. Well, that's pretty irritating for a guy like me who worked through college and paid off all my loans. And now I'm going to have to pay for someone else's loans. I'm sick of paying for things I don't need or use. Kind of like supplements. I take supplements every single day. This is how we power through the show. And this is how we're online for 12 hours a day. I used to take them in pill form, but... Studies have shown that you do not absorb most of the nutrients in the pills. Not to mention they can be hard to swallow. Vitamins that you don't absorb are a waste of money. That's why doctors and nutritionists created Healthy Cell, a great tasting ingestible gel with 165% more absorption than pills. Healthy Cell's microgel ensures maximum absorption of exactly the sort of premium nutrients that I need to get me through the day to support focus, recall, mental speed, and rapid learning, all the things that Joe Biden doesn't have. If it's optimal for brain performance, you want it. Please check out Healthy Cell. I use it every single day. Visit HealthyCell.com backslash Benny. That's HealthyCell.com and use the code Benny for 20% off your first order. HealthyCell.com backslash Benny. Harmeet Dillon, our favorite lawyer on cable news, covered this on Tucker Carlson's show last week saying that dozens of Donald Trump allies were raided in a single evening, the night of the long knives here in America. Go. A few days ago, a political reporter called several people and said, hey, have you heard or have you been served yet? The FBI is going to be serving 50 approximately search warrants and or subpoenas on Trump supporters. And then, you know, within 24 hours of that, two of our clients, three of our clients actually did either get search warrants or subpoenas. And these subpoenas are extremely broad. They're from the Capitol siege section of the United States uh, Department of Justice's uh, D.C. office. And they ask for broad categories of documents. They ask for all communications dating from a month before the election until a month, two months after the election. And they ask for all communications regarding uh, dozens of people. And the categories are alternate electors, uh, fundraising around irregularities around the election, and also a, a, a rally that happened before the January 6th uh, situation at the Capitol. So the Save America rally that happened. And so basically most of this activity, if not all of it, is protected by the First Amendment. And the United States Department of Justice is telling reporters about these search warrants and subpoenas before they're executed. There's no other explanation for this. And I think the reason for this is to instill fear into Donald Trump supporters. They're trying to make a political party illegal in this country. Now, you may not like the fact that there are vicious political parties that exist that you may not 
agree with, okay? So you may not agree with parties like you, political movements like BLM, the KKK, whatever, okay? Call, whatever repugnant, whatever whatever repugnant group you want to, Antifa, okay? You may be able to say that these groups are evil. You may be able to say that these groups stand for something that are un-American. You are not able to make these groups illegal. That's not how it works inside of this country. That's not how it works inside of a democracy. But that is exactly what they are attempting to do right now with the MAGA movement. Again, the Make America Great Again movement, it's called Make America Great Again. They stand against that, and they have said so. On the anniversary of September 11th, the regime used every opportunity that they could to try and to move the terrorist label from those terrorists in Guantanamo Bay, which they are trying to free. We will get to that story in just a second. They are attempting to move the label of terrorist to you. You are the domestic enemy. You are the person who is worthy of the surveillance and worthy of the persecution that was once the trained eyes of our espionage apparatus in this country looking at groups like al-qaeda looking at groups like isis no now it is maga and this is the natural conclusion ladies and gentlemen of the communist again we have said it on the show many times it is trained marxists who have taken over the biden regime and we will show you in detail that these trained marxists are doing precisely what what joseph stalin did with the kulaks in the Soviet Union. It is a textbook example of using your domestic enemies as your political enemies, scapegoating them as against the state, and then ripping them of their civil rights. Ladies and gentlemen, last night and throughout the day, there were various hollowed and sacred opportunities to remember September 11th and the people who we lost during that terrorist attack. Democrats used that opportunity and these hollowed grounds and memorials in order to try and raise the temperature in order to attack their political enemies and to label you as a terrorist. Let us begin, starting with Joe Biden, incapable of speaking in front of the Pentagon as he uh, uh, honored Flight 93, but ended up just essentially stuttering. He held a weird umbrella over his head the entire time. This is an image of this is an image of Joe Biden. This is sort of what he looked like through the entire event. Uh, image five here. That's that's what Joe Biden looked like the whole event. I don't understand why. It's a very strange look. Seems like you could just let a little bit of rain fall. You don't have to... I mean, it just, it's just a peculiar image. We're not going to go super hot here because we're not, we, we don't want to upset anyone. But get, again, this is the same guy that looks at his watch during a dignified transfer ceremony for the kids that he killed in Afghanistan. 13 American soldiers killed on his watch as Joe Biden looked at his watch. This is what Joe Biden looked like during the September 11th ceremony yesterday at the Pentagon. And this is what he sounded like. They never stopped. Would not. We learned about the extraordinary courage and resolve, as I said, of the passengers on board Flight 93. Understood that they were living the open, they were there in the middle of the open shot of a new war. Dedication, hard work, every day. For always remember, the American democracy depends on the habits of the heart. 
of we the people. That's how our Constitution, we the people. And the habits of heart of we the people. It's not enough to stand up for democracy once a year or every now and then. It's something we have to do every single day. So this is a day not only to remember, but a day of renewal and resolve for each and every American. What the hell is he talking about? I mean, again, we're trying like we're trying to be kind here. We don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. We know a number of people who lost family members in September 11th. The most you could just shut up, just stop talking. How about that? Like instead of like slurring your words and instead of uh, not being able to read your teleprompters, which are right in front of your face or attacking your political enemies, just don't say anything. How about that? Just don't say anything. In contrast, of course, Donald Trump and Melania Trump both posted about how they remember this day and they're uh, fighting for the people who lost loved ones uh, and they'll continue that fight. I mean, it's just super dignified. But there is nothing dignified about the Soviet Democrat Party these days. Kamala Harris used this opportunity to liken MAGA Republicans to terrorists. That's what she did with Chuck Todd on NBC News. Listen to this repulsive question from Chuck Todd. As Chuck Todd says, you know, on September 11th, we had terrorists attack Americans and kill 3,000 Americans. But now we have terrorists inside of our own country. MAGA Republicans, right? Isn't that what's happening? These people, these lizards, they're sickening. And watch Kamala's reaction. Go. I I think back to the president's inaugural address. Mm -hmm. And he said the following. Politics need not be a raging fire destroying everything in its path. Mm -hmm. And then I think about the construction, the language construction he used with semi-fascists. And I understand the dilemma. You got to call it out in order to bring the country together. But it's hard to do both at the same time, isn't it? Well, here's the thing. I mean, let's talk about our president for a moment. Joe Biden has spent his entire career, it is on for all to see, working across the aisle, his whole career. Sometimes he's been criticized for believing in bipartisanship for believing in compromise, for believing in working across the aisle, finding common ground. His whole career has been that. But there are moments in time when we have to also agree, all good people who care about our country, that there are those who right now are vividly not defending our democracy. And I think we want that our commander-in-chief, the President of the United States, will speak up and raise the alarm about what this means to our strength and our future, much less our integrity. We say it often on the show, and again, this is like a, 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 a 9-11, day after 9-11 broadcast. So we're going to try to not get too hot here. We're going to take a breath. Boy, if there's something the Biden regime has taught us is that we live inside of a country of takers. These people will literally 
take money out of your bank account to pay for their student loans. It is infuriating. That's why it's so refreshing to partner with a company that is a giver. Pure Talk wants to give you something. That's right, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, they're takers. They take way too much of your money for data you will never use. Pure Talk, my cell phone company, gives you choices. Only pay for the data that you need. That's how the average family, like mine, saves 75 bucks a month switching to Pure Talk. With Pure Talk, it's easy to find the right plan for you and your family, unlimited talk, text, and data, and plans from two gigs all the way to unlimited with mobile hotspots, all on America's most reliable 5G network. So why pay more? Here's another thing Pure Talk's going to give you. This month, when you switch to Pure Talk, you pay one month, they'll give you the next month free. The big, woke corporate cell phone service providers would never. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, choose a plan, enter the promo code Benny at checkout, and get your second month free. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. I'm going to try and not get too angry, but I'll tell you this. Kamala Harris, these answers saying that there are people in this country who don't defend our democracy, sitting there with a straight face, giggling about that, and giving answers like this, saying that the MAGA movement and people in this nation are a threat worse than 9-11 should lead to her immediate impeachment from office. No Republican, no person should ever meet with Kamala Harris ever again. This is the kind of stuff that's disqualifying. These kind of answers. Kamala Harris, there are threats in our country that are worse than September 11th right now. On the anniversary of September 11th. Repulsive. Take it away. Look, we're at the 21st um, marking, if you will, of the September 11th attacks. Yeah. This was a foreign terrorist attacking our democracy, yeah. attacking this country. Yeah. We're now, as a nation, battling a threat from within. Is the threat mm. equal or greater than what we faced after 9-11? That's an interesting question. Um, I have held many elected offices as district attorney, attorney general, senator, now vice president, and there's an oath that we always take which is to defend and uphold our Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. We don't compare the two in the oath, but we know they both can exist and we must defend against it. Is the threat in our country right now worse than September 11th? There they are, making the correlation between a political movement who stands to rip power from them to terrorists. So in case you want to know who the modern-day Marxists are, who run your country, who have studied Joseph Stalin's playbook of castigating your own countrymen as terrorists, as kulaks, and we all know the gulag system, we know what happened in the Red Scare, we know how this worked, 20 million Russians were put into camps 50 million Russians put into camps. 20 million of them died during the Red Scare. We know how this ends. These people are sick. They're not worthy of the offices that they hold. And they are taking September 11th and this anniversary, which will remain a hallowed day and a sacred day for the rest of my life and for the rest of American future to come, And then they are comparing it 
to a political movement that disagrees with them. These sick, bloodthirsty terrorists who slaughtered Americans, foreigners who were here on extended visas, expired visas, they're using this as an opportunity to call you a terrorist. It wasn't just Kamala Harris, of course. The most evil person in politics currently living today is Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton was on CNN saying the same thing that 9-11 teaches us about domestic extremism inside of our own country. Let's not forget that the entire reason that September 11th happened was because her husband refused to approve an airstrike on on Osama bin Laden. That her husband refused to accept the blame for the creation of Al-Qaeda, the destabilization of the Middle East. Her husband refused to confront extremist terrorism and then extremist terrorists struck a year after he left office. There was a World Trade Center bombing in 1993 on Bill Clinton's watch and nothing came of it. Nothing happened. The threat was not neutralized. And again, it cannot be repeated enough. Bill Clinton refused to authorize the strike that would have killed Osama bin Laden. Here's this witch, Hillary Clinton, on CNN yesterday talking about, hmm, there's extremists in our own country and we need to deal with them. What's going through your mind today, 21 years later? Well, Dana, um, every uh, time we approach September 11th, I do think about everything that I saw, all the people that I met, the families of those who lost loved ones. So it is indelibly um, part of my uh, memories. And I feel grateful that... um, We were able to come together as a country at that really terrible time. We put aside differences. I wish we could find ways of doing that again. We rebuilt New York. Uh, We have done our best to take care of the families that lost so much on that terrible day. And we have also, I think, um, been reminded um, about how important it is uh, to try to deal with extremism of any kind, uh, especially when it uses violence to try to achieve political and ideological uh, goals. So I'm one who thinks that uh, there are lessons still to be learned from what happened to us on 9-11 that we should be very aware of uh, during this time in our country and the world's history. There are lessons still to be learned. Like, for instance, we can't allow there to be any political party that stands against the Democrat Party. We must lock up all the kulaks. We have to put them all in Guantanamo. You see, the kulaks are the real threat to America. That's why we have to raid Trump again. CNN, Hillary Clinton, she said it on the anniversary of September 11th. In case you wonder if the desecration is complete of this anniversary, here you go be treated like any other citizen or should the should the doj take into account the potential real world consequences of indicting a former president and potential 2024 candidate i think it's a really hard call um and i cannot uh predict 
what the Justice Department will do at the end of its investigation. But I do think the rule of law, holding people accountable, is central to our nation. And both as uh, Secretary of State and as a private citizen, I have answered every question I've ever been asked. I've testified for 11 hours. I've you know, been involved in anything that uh, was asked of me to try to answer uh, any kind of uh, issue. I think that's the way the system is supposed to work, even if you are, you know, not sure why uh, you're being uh, in, uh, with the spotlight on you. And therefore, I really believe that at the end of the day, no one is above the law and no one uh, should be uh, escaping accountability if indeed the facts and the evidence point to them having uh, done something that anyone else in our country would be investigated for and maybe even charged. What about you, Hillary? We played the clips like pretty much every single day last week. We played the clip of James Comey saying that you had classified information on your private server. You were not president. You were only ever president in your own sick Chardonnay hazed mind as you wandered through the woods in the middle of the night. Hillary Clinton, why aren't you charged? It is a sickness with these people. They are Marxists. They are communists. And this is why they talk like this. And this is why they act like this. Democrat Senator Mark Warner, U.S. domestic threats greater than terrorism on September 11th. Here we go. The cavalry continue. The cavalcade continues. One after another. How many stories we got? How many stories we got in a row of Democrats using September 11th to compare their political opponents to terrorists? These people are sick. We cover a lot of data on this show, so when was the last time you heard us talk about a number that reached absolute zero? Well, a few times. There are absolutely zero functional brain cells inside of Joe Biden's head. There is zero percent chance of us voting for a Democrat in November, and there's zero percent chance that Hillary Clinton will become president. Financially, in our lifetime, we have seen numbers reach absolute zero, and it's been terrifying. In the last recession, stocks like Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers, and Chrysler reached absolute zero in value overnight. Could it happen again? Of course it could. And if it did, would you be protected? This is why we invest in gold. Gold has never been at absolute zero in value ever in world history. In fact, gold value is rising like a hockey stick. That's why the savviest Americans, like me, diversify their savings to protect them from downturns in the market, from global instability, and from a falling, collapsing dollar. Birch Gold Group helps me invest in gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and they can help you. Text Benny to 989898, and you can convert your old 401k or IRA into a precious metals-backed IRA right now. Do it. It's the smart move, and... We got two more years of Joe Biden, so what can you do, man? Text Benny to 989898 to invest in something of real value with my friends at Birch Gold. Senate Intelligence Committee Chairman, this is the chairman, Senator Mark Warner said Sunday on CBS, Face the Nation, that domestic threats in the United States are worse than international terrorism. Warner said, hey, man, I remember 9-11, but you know what? Little granny walking through the U.S. Capitol taking a selfie. That's way worse than the Twin Towers falling. Great job, Senator. Take it away. I remember, as most Americans do, where they were on 9-11. I was in the middle of a political campaign, and suddenly the differences with my opponent 
seemed very small in comparison. And our country came together. And in many ways, um, we defeated the terrorists because of the resilience of the American public, because of our intelligence community. And we are safer, better prepared. Um, the stunning thing to me is here we are 20 years later, and the attack on the symbol of our democracy was not coming from terrorists, but it came from literally insurgents attacking the Capitol on January 6th. So I believe we are stronger. I believe our intelligence community has performed remarkably. I think the threat of terror has diminished. I think we still have new challenges in terms of nation state challenges, Russia and longer term, a technology competition with China. But I do worry about some of the activity in this country where the election deniers, the insurgency that took place on January 6th. That is something I hope we could see that same kind of unity of spirit. What about when BLM and Antifa attacked the White House? Is the White House a symbol of democracy? What about when they injured 100 Secret Service agents? I was physically there. We have the footage. What about when they attempted to tear down the statues of Andrew Jackson in front of the White House? What about when DC burned from the sky? When they spray painted multiple war memorials on the US Capitol grounds on the National Mall? Did you see that? Where were you, Mark Warner? When the World War II memorial was desecrated with spray paint from Antifa and BLM. Is that an attack on our democracy? What about the Lincoln Memorial? You remember when National Guardsmen had to stand guard in order to keep a mob from burning down the White House and attempting to murder the president? Is that an attack on democracy, you jackass? There's only so much you can take. There's only so much a movement, a political movement, can take. There's only so much gaslighting, and gas is very expensive these days. These people are going to go broke doing this amount of gaslighting in the country. CNN contributor Dean Obadiah marks 9-11 by comparing Trump MAGA to bin Laden. We're just ratcheting up. We just go up another scale, up another scale, up another scale. This cretin, this lizard. Left-wing radio host CNN contributor Dean Obadiah commemorated the 9-11 terrorist attacks with several posts equating President Donald Trump and MAGA Republicans to Islamic terrorists. Marking the 21st anniversary of September 11th, uh, the Islamic terror attacks that killed nearly 3,000 Americans, left-wing commentator Dean Obadala posted a series of tweets comparing the former president and his supporters to al-Qaeda and bin Laden. Here's the tweets. Terrorists are terrorists. Be they bin Laden, al-Qaeda, Trump, or MAGA. Time to hold Trump accountable. The Kulaks, they're starving in the Ukraine. We must hold them accountable. They are doing this in order to hurt the party. Remember how Joseph Stalin did it. They are trained Marxists, these people. They are committed hardened communists, these people. This is why they think like this. Everything for power. There is nothing since the time of Christ, since Christ's crucifixion, the same evil forces in this world have driven these people to commit atrocities, and they have always committed atrocities. It is the banality of evil, and it is the bloodlust for power. He continued, Take a moment and imagine if after 9-11, Bin Laden were allowed to freely travel America, spewing lies in an effort to radicalize more people and commit violence. They are openly accusing Donald Trump 
of being Osama bin Laden. Well, this is exactly what Donald Trump has been doing since January 6th, he added. Time to arrest Trump. These people have a mental illness. It is a disease. We are Christians on this show. This is a heavy show. We're sad about it. We're sad to bring you this news. We don't want to bring you this news. But we understand what the real enemy is. The real enemy is darkness versus light. The real enemy is the evil that has existed since the ancient days. These people are entrapped by demons. We know what this is. This is demonic. This activity is demonic. And they always behave in the exact same way. Give us Barabbas. Give us Barabbas. It's always the same thing. The banality of evil is that it simply blindly persecutes for its own power and its own end and it is never satisfied. It does not sleep. There is no logic behind it. There is no negotiating with it as we will show you here in the next story as the Biden regime further desecrates the American lives that were lost on September 11th by negotiating with the September 11th terrorists and freeing them, actually. You do not negotiate with evil. You must crush it. You must defeat it. You must be meaner than evil. That's what the show does every single day. The 9-11 hijackers by the way, were able to commit their atrocity for many reasons, a lot of intelligence failures. But one of the major failures for our national security was that the 9-11 hijackers were overstaying their visas, and we had a broken immigration system that did not kick them out of the country, that did not identify them as people who, have, who had overstayed their visas. First off, they were granted visas in the first place. That was wrong. That's an intelligence failure. And then they overstayed those visas and nothing happened to them. This according to Breitbart. Seven of the 19 Islamic terrorists who hijacked commercial planes on September 11th, killing nearly 3,000 Americans, remain in the United States after overstaying their visas thanks to a wide-open loophole that continues to allow over very close to a million illegal aliens to stay in the United States. This loophole exists, we have learned nothing, and they are inviting a further attack. In total, 19 terrorists arrived arrived legally in the United States, 16 secured tourists' visas, and three obtained business and student visas. Eventually, on September 11th, the terrorists executed the attacks on New York City and Washington, D.C., and in Pennsylvania that killed uh, uh, 2,977 Americans and have since left thousands of Americans dead with illness related to those attacks. Seven of the 19 terrorists overstayed their visas either before the attacks or at the time of the attacks, despite the U.S. immigration law requiring their detainment and potential deportation. None were detained, none were deported. A broken immigration system that continues unabated to this day and has allowed in people who are on the terrorist watch list into this nation. We know this from our own DHS reports. Continues. So just in case you're wondering if we have forgotten September 11th, of course we've forgotten September 11th. And of course, September 11th is being used as a political tool to attack MAGA supporters, to raid their opponents, to plan further raid on their opponents, to use this hollowed anniversary in order to slur their words and in order to say that their political rivals belong in chains. They belong in Gitmo. You know who doesn't belong in Gitmo? The actual terrorists. That's right. 
On the anniversary of September 11th, U.S. prosecutors negotiated plea deals with 9-11 architects, literal architects of the September 11th attacks are getting the United States of America to negotiate with him. Let's make sure that he can live in peace and comfort for the rest of his life. This according to Fox News. U.S. military prosecutors are reportedly negotiating a potential plea deal with September 11th mastermind Khalid Salik Mohammed and four other conspirators con- imprisoned in Guantanamo Bay. The plea deals allow for five dependents to escape potential death penalty, according to CBS. Muhammad is widely credited as being the architect of September 11th attacks. And four other defendants are a bunch of names that I can't pronounce. Attorneys for the defendants uh, reportedly say that they are willing to enter a guilty plea in exchange for taking the death penalty off the table, as well as for getting treatment for the alleged torture they received in CIA custody. The CIA held the five men for interrogation prior to their arrival in Guantanamo in 2006. Critics argued the CIA's methods amounted to torture. James Connell, a defense attorney for the terrorists, did not immediately respond for comment. So on the September 11th anniversary, the Biden regime is negotiating with the terrorists who slaughtered 3,000 Americans to make sure that they may live out their days peacefully, studying the Quran, eating three square meals a day in an air-conditioned cell. They don't have to endure the death penalty because of the Biden regime. That's not the only insult. The Biden regime also, you may recall, released one of the architects of September 11th. He's actually home free. This from March. After 20 years, Mohammed Abad Al-Khatani has been released back to Saudi Arabia. The Saudi prisoner at Guantanamo Bay, this from March, again, detention center, who was suspected of trying to join the 9-11 hijackers, this guy wanted to fly a plane into a building on September 11th or into the U.S. Capitol, which is what was assumed to be the target of the plane that crashed in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. This guy wanted to be on that plane. He wanted to put box cutters to the throats of Americans. This man was flown by the Biden regime, released, by the way, from American custody, custody flown back to Saudi Arabia to a treatment facility from the U.S. base in Cuba, Guantanamo Bay, after a review board, including military intelligence officials, concluded that he could be safely released. That's right. He was forty. He is 46 years old, and he suffered a mental condition based on his treatment by United States forces. So this guy wanted to be a hijacker. He wanted to slaughter Americans, and now he's safe at home because of the Biden regime. There you go. That's how they treat you. You're a kulak. They will free literal terrorists. They will free Barabbas. Free Barabbas! They will chant. They will release terrorists. They will negotiate with terrorists. They will liberate the hijackers on 9-11 who wanted to fly planes into the U.S. Capitol building while stating that your movement, who simply wanted a free and fair election, is tantamount to al-Qaeda terrorists. They will then claim that Donald Trump is the same as Osama bin Laden. That Donald Trump, who was in New York City on September 11th, 
who in the days after September 11th was on cable news, was offering to help, was visiting September 11th, Ground Zero, who has remained a strong defender, an ardent defender of the New York City Police Department and firefighters, to that day has always honored September 11th. Do you remember when he would go out into the White House lawn and have all the staff come out on the White House lawn and have moments of silence? Donald Trump has been a great appreciator, defender, and fighter for the families that were lost. They call him Osama bin Laden. Does this guy lose his CNN contract? Kamala Harris calls you a terrorist. Hillary Clinton does the same. They're evil. It shows. They don't care about what real America stands for. They don't care about honoring the dead. They don't care about making sure it never happens again. They keep their loopholes open. And they certainly don't give a damn about this country. They are in it for a singular purpose. For pure and total control. For power. And for the opportunity to further erode and to further desecrate your constitutional rights. Well, Americans aren't going to tolerate it. There is still a strong thread of patriotism in this country. There is still a strong binding force of Americans who wish to live and lead better lives and protect this place. We saw it this weekend. At the Jets and Ravens game on September 11th, the entire stadium belted into the national anthem. It was chilling. It made the hair on your arms stand on end. The memory of those who sacrificed and died on September 11th live on. Even if our permanent political class who caused this attack, who allowed this attack to happen all the way from Bill Clinton on through to the intelligence failures, on through to the broken immigration system that they've done nothing to fix. No. Those people aren't deserving of the hollowed offices that they hold. They aren't deserving of the hollowed history of this nation. But we the people are, and we the people can change it. Watch this incredible video.
incredible moment there. Again, it gave us chills. What happened was there wasn't a glitch with the microphone. NYPD officer Brianna Fernandez stepped away from the microphone to allow the entire stadium to sing along with her. And you could hear in the chilling rendition the entire stadium. I think there were definitely tens of thousands of people there. We're not sure what the exact number. We know that stadium can hold quite a few people. This was at MetLife Stadium there in New Jersey where the Jets play and the Giants play. This was a chilling example of exactly how powerful we the people are and how we the people do not forget. But it's time for we the people to understand that that permanent political class that failed time and time again in the lead up to September 11th, that has scapegoated you, the American people, in the aftermath of September 11th, that plunged us into two wars after September 11th and plundered the treasure and the lives of Americans on account of a lie, which is what the weapons of mass destruction lie was. That is, that is what it is, all right? It is what it is. There were not weapons of mass destruction, but I'll be damned if they're trying to create one here inside of this nation by creating a super state a spying apparatus in order to persecute their political enemies, and you can see it now. What is more devastating? The the raiding of a potential political rival in order to kick him out and disqualify him to break the evil and sick, satanic and demonic forces that have captured the power in this nation. What they are the most scared of is that you are waking up. What they are the most scared of is stadiums full of people singing the national anthem. And it wasn't the only stadium in the past few days that was packed full of patriots that were here to take back this country and to repudiate the repulsive people who are attempting to use the September 11th anniversary for their own political gains to attack further Americans. Ask yourself, if you're attacking Americans on the September 11th anniversary, are you the body? Are you the baddies, Hans? Hans, are we the baddies? Man, this is what it looked like when another stadium just a few weeks ago was filled with Americans singing and dancing and joyous for their nation and wanting to save this place. It was awesome. It was in Pennsylvania where one of those planes fell on September 11th and that morning in Shanksville. God bless those people who charged the cockpit and saved who knows how many lives. This was Pennsylvania saying, we stand with them. Watch. While an entire stadium of tens of thousands of patriotic Americans chant USA and sing that Lee Greenwood song, Hillary Clinton and Kamala Harris and reptiles like them 
sit there and cower with the Antifa and BLM crowd that sabotage our national monuments, that spray paint our national monuments in Washington, D.C., attempt to burn down the White House and kill the president. They join with them to burn American flags, and then they have the audacity, the repulsion to call you a terrorist on September 11th. No. No. We won't tolerate it. We won't allow it, and we don't have to. Because we can build a system outside of their control. We can build a show outside of the repulsive and disgusting, cretinous, broken systems that they are trying to force you to live under. We can make something new and something beautiful. And it's having an effect. The effect of this show uh, has been seen outside of that very rally where two incredible Americans... Patricia and Mike from Pennsylvania had this to say to a fake news reporter who asked them, where do you get your information? Why isn't it from our broken corporate DNC apparatchik, vertically integrated media? Where do you get your information, Patricia and Mike? And this is what these patriots had to say. I heard this on Benny Johnson and Benny Johnson's fantastic. Um, The guy from the archives, the secretary, I guess it was, from the archives started planting, and there's proof of him planting things that he wanted Trump to get in trouble with simply because he hated Trump. But who's Benny Johnson? Benny Johnson is a podcast. Yeah. Where do you hear it? Um, uh, uh, I just go on Facebook. I, oh, it's a, oh, you hear him on Facebook? I hear him on Facebook. On but YouTube. He's, he's on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, he's got YouTube, too. Yeah, okay. But Benny so Johnson. you get your news from C-SPAN, Benny Johnson. Um, I, I listen, and, and I like to listen to the left to see what they're saying. So I compare to, you know, I, I got their truth and I got the other yeah. truth. And I'm going to make up my own mind, my own truth. Total Patriots, Mike and Patricia from Pennsylvania. We reached out to him last week. We said, who are these incredible people? We want to invite you on the show. And so now, ladies and gentlemen, please help us welcome some of the most informed and some of the most just beautiful people we've ever met for the first time on The Benny Show, Mike and Patricia from Pennsylvania. Mike and Patricia, how you doing? How are you? Thank you so much for having Pleasure us. Pleasure to be here. We're, we're so thrilled. When I heard this, I'm I'm in shock. <laughs> when we uh, when we saw that clip, we're like, I got we got to get him on the show. Bring him on. Uh, thank you so much. It, it was it's great to have you hear us. Our, our little words meant something to you, and it's greatly appreciated. Well, we we asked we asked the the viewers, can you can you connect us with these people? We heard from like four of your friends, and we're like, oh god, that's Mike and Patricia. And you're right, he has an incredible goatee. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So okay, we've done a show. I wanted to end the show on a positive note. So I'm so happy that you were booked for today. Uh, we've done a show. September 11th was used as an opportunity to essentially take MAGA supporters and call them terrorists and to try and malign this entire movement, the movement there that you were a part of, you were there at that beautiful rally, and to say that those people are the enemy of America. What is your response to the likes of Kamala Harris, Hillary Clinton, the CNN commentators that attempt to call you terrorists? 
for me, their words mean absolutely nothing. I am a racist, I'm a terrorist, I'm a white supremacist, I'm a Christian. It, it makes, what they say means absolutely nothing to me. Um, they're just trying to hurt me. Whatever they say we are, we're in good company because there's more than half the country feels the same way we do. Uh, yeah. Probably lumped in the same category. We're just we're just patriots. We're trying to support our our good politicians and and get rid of the bad politicians. We're just living life, trying to live our lives as 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 good Americans as we can. Yeah, I think there's so many in the audience right now that are watching and saying, "Yeah, I like." That's me too. What is it that attracted you to Donald Trump? What is it that attracted? I see your beautiful MAGA shirt on. What is it that attracted you to the movement? When did you yeah. become like uh, fans of Donald Trump? Talk to Honestly, me. Honestly, I was not for Donald Trump to begin with. Um, yeah. I was afraid because he was a Hillary supporter. Mm -hmm. um, he won. I got to know him more. Um, he his promises. He made the promises. He kept the promises. They take his words out of content all the time that I think probably makes me support him more because I know his whole his whole content of what he's saying. And they're saying, no, that's not what he said. Well, I saw it. I saw him say it. And the fact that he's not a politician and he seems to be fighting for regular Americans, uh, that's what really attracted us to him. Like, like she said, we weren't fans of his in the very beginning, but we grew to, to Love him. big fans. Yeah. Love him. I love Donald Trump. I want to thank him. He. I want to thank him. He's so brave. I. I was interviewed um, on in the Atlantic News, and all they said that I said he was brave. But the whole thing was was that when we went to the rally a couple of days before Joe Biden did his awful speech, and I honestly feared for my life going there. And but I was not. I don't care. They can scare me all they want. I'm not. They're not stopping me. And 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 I just realized how how fearless he is. How 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 is he doing this? How only through God? How is he yes. doing what he's doing? Yes. That's my. It's question. a battle between dark and light. It's a battle between dark and light. What did you see That's when it. you went to that rally? That rally was incredible. We played these clips time and time again. I've never seen anything like it. But you were there in person. What was that rally like? Everybody in was so nice. It was amazing. It was amazing. They were, everybody was offering food when it was time to um, start going inside. People left their food, their cases of water outside so other people could have a chance to eat and, and have drinks and it was amazing. It was everybody, like we're all was, family. everybody was just so nice. It felt like you were all among family. Does it does have like a family? It does have like a family feel when you go to these MAGA events. Would you would you encourage would you encourage people to go to uh, to well, go find one in your area and go? Absolutely, it, you can't we saw, miss it. We saw people there from Indiana. There was a car Utah. there from Utah. They were coming from all over. Tell and them about I the police. Would, He's got a good story the, about uh, the police. State police were all lined up on the. Uh, upper tier and uh it was kind of ominous looking but then i realized they're all taking pictures and taking videos with their <laughs> cell phones out they're relaxing <laughs> and uh they, they, and then i talked to this one uh uh state i think it was a state trooper at the end he was all in the battle gear and everything and uh he said it was surreal it was like the easiest job easiest gig he ever did he wasn't afraid of anything he had he said, did you expect so many supporters? And he said, no, I didn't expect it to be this good. Yeah. 
So they were relaxed. They were happy. From what I understand, there wasn't any um, uh, protest from the opposite side. It was nice not to hear screaming in your face. And it was just love, people singing and getting to know each other. It was wonderful. A lot of praying going on. Too. A, lot a lot of praying, praying going, going on. Yes. Yes. Going? yes. It's a battle between it's a battle between dark and light. Uh, what Absolutely. would you tell Donald Trump to do? I mean, it's been darkness a lot recently. We've covered, of course, on this show quite a bit of darkness in the world. But it's you know, I guess there's cold comfort in the fact that evil is always the same. It's the banality of evil since the time of Christ. Evil has always been the same. What would be your advice or your prayer for Donald Trump uh, if you were to meet him? What would you tell him? I would say, Mr. President, keep doing what you're doing. Keep fighting the good fight. There are millions and millions of people praying for you. Just keep fighting the good fight. I, I feel like he's working for me, and I would thank him for thank for, for working for Pat. Thank you <laughs> for, for taking care of me and knowing how I feel. He we, feels the same way. He's just in a, a bigger position than I am. We're no different. Yes, yes. He does love this country quite a bit, and 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 so do we. And that's why I've I, I wanted. You can never know what the show is going to be when you book a guest. But on this show, I was so happy to have you uh, booked today because uh, we wanted to show what real America is and how real MAGA supporters are just like the nicest people on earth and are just sweethearts and just that's love this country and they just care about it a lot and they want to leave a good country for their kids and their grandkids uh, and grandchildren. Yes, that's right. Today's and that's my granddaughter's birthday and 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 that's what that's what I want to leave them. It is a better country than how I got it, which was in the '60s and '70s, started going off the rails over there. That's right, but. Trying to get it back on. So and this so it's only God. We just have to keep faith. Uh, they want us to be violent. I refuse to be violent. I don't even want to be mean anymore because I know that's what they want. <laughs> hey, I got you. Want to be mean and and get us. I, I got you when it comes to roasting them every single day, but that's what we did on this I show. It becomes it. so frustrating. It's so frustrating for us to watch. I guess the these people have never been to a MAGA rally. They don't understand you. They call you deplorables. They call you a terrorist. Joe Biden gives his speech in Pennsylvania. I'm sure it's not too far from you where he has that red background and he's screaming. I mean, do the people of Pennsylvania, like, what What was your response when you saw Joe Biden, like, screaming in front of that red background well, and saying like, that you're the, the enemies of America? My heart was pounding. Yeah. It looked like the gates it, of it hell. Was, it was the gate to hell. Yeah. My heart was pounding. And it, is this real? Um, the woman where you saw the video to begin with, she was a, she might have been trolling me. Maybe I'm a little naive, but she seemed to be okay. Um, and she was really surprised that we were able to talk about things. She she said, "See, we could get along." And if I could tell her one thing, we got along. You go to a Trump rally, you'll get along with everybody. Everybody gets along. We will listen to your point. You listen to us. That's your thing. This is my thing. Live and let live. Just don't make me pay for it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, you know, just she, she was really surprised how well she got along with everybody there. And I wish I would have told her it's because you're in Trump rally. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if you went to a, a left wing rally with that shirt on, you'd be uh, you'd be in danger. I don't <laughs> I don't wear my shirts outside this house, sadly. I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid that I'm going to get hit in the head or spit on or God knows what. Yeah. 
So uh, it's it's sad that you have to be afraid to wear "Make America Great Again." That's right. It's crazy. Turn such a a noble concept into something evil. That's right. Trying to. That's right. It's the kulaks. It's Joseph Stalin. It's the kulaks, and they're they're trying to turn they're trying to turn you into something uh, that you're not. And so I don't think it's going to work. And I suppose my final question for you is: uh, This seems to be adding to the support for Donald Trump. Now we're reading the polls and we're covering it every day, but there seems to be the harder they push and the more extreme they go in trying to slander the beautiful people like you, the more support it adds to Trump's base. Do you agree with that? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Most I think it all started with the, the raid on Mar-a-Lago. I think that really turned a lot of people around uh, to, to see what they're doing to a political opponent. This This is... Um, unheard of in this country. And if they're going to do it to him, no doubt they're going to do it to me. I'm I'm waiting for the IRS now. We've been, as far as I know, we've been so honest on our taxes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and but I'm sure there's something they could get us on. Um, my concern is having to get a lawyer. I'm going to have to get a lawyer to to, to prove I'm innocent. And and that really bothers me. White Christian yeah. woman, I you know. But I Target. hope I hope everybody realizes after they got they get me and my husband, they're going to go for for uh, uh, leftist Christians. Then they're going to go for they're just going to keep going. They're going to keep eating right. us. They're going to just keep trying to get to us. Right. So, uh, it's ra- rules for radicals, isn't it? Yep. Saul Alinsky, until someone says stop, until someone actually says stop, and, and unless there are rules in place to make sure that it's illegal, like the abolition of the IRS or the complete removal of the FBI's authority to do this, it's going to keep happening. In conclusion, what is your what what keeps you going? Because being a Trump supporter does mean, you know, you're out there, you're on camera, you're giving interviews, you're standing up for your country. That takes bravery. It takes some grit. What is it that keeps you going, uh, and what is it that keeps you inspired and gives you faith? Oh, God, 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 hope, God, faith. Just being on on the same side as God, just knowing we're just fighting God. a good fight. How could I lose? It might, it might get a little, I mean, Jesus was crucified, but he still won. How, how are we going to lose? That's right. So they, they could take what I have, but... They can't take us. They can't take us. That's right. That's right. We're spiritual beings and God gives us our value, not the government. None of these rights come from the government. None of these rights come from uh, Joe Biden. And it's not his right to take them away. These are our natural rights given to us by God. Somebody got to tell him. Man, I now feel like going to the gun store and practicing my rights a little bit more later today. Don't say Uh, that too loud. (laughs) (laughs) We're in Florida, baby. We're good. Oh, so is my daughter. My daughter moved to Florida a year before all this hit. She was able to get a nice house. She is extremely happy. She thought about coming back during COVID because she had no childcare. But, uh, you know, with, with speaking and praying, we saw that DeSantis was the best thing for our grandchildren. They're doing fantastic. They are 100% American, standing up for them. Um, I, I, I think Florida is going to save us. I really do. Now we're the, hoping the that Pennsylvania will turn around with Mastriano. That's right. That's right. Well, all America's ever needed is patriots to stand up, do the right thing, and to say no more, and to fight. And we thank you both for doing all of that. And we just want to say we love you, appreciate you here on The Benny Show. Thank you so much for 
uh, talking to that fake news reporter and telling him where you get your news. Uh, thank you so we much for hearing show. us. We love your show too. Mike, Mike and Patricia, thank you so much. God bless Take you. Care. Bye. Bye Ladies and gentlemen, we are a show that is run by you. We're a show that covers what you want us to cover. We care about this audience so very much. We love going out and meeting people, bringing people onto this show. You just saw Mike and Patricia there. I think that's the first time we've sort of brought in like somebody that we've seen in the news that's been talking about the show, but we want to go out and meet you. We want to see you. If you are around in these specific locations, we are doing a tour. Next week, we are doing the Made in America America tour and we are doing the meme wars tour ones for the high schools ones for the colleges we're going to be all around the country in Iowa Tennessee Florida and California I know yikes hey we're going to California baby we are going to be taking it to the left on college campuses and on high school campuses where they want to indoctrinate students and we want to meet you if you are near these locations or in these areas come out and say hi to your boy Benny we're going to be giving students speeches. We're going to be meeting people. It's going to be awesome. And we deeply look forward to again connecting because this is a movement and this is the movement to save America. We do this show, ladies and gentlemen, for you. We do this show because we love this place a lot and we have our priorities straight. God, family, country. That's what drives us every single day. It gives us the energy to keep going and we are going to keep going. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching The Benny Show today. To Mike and Patricia from Pennsylvania, God bless you for being on the program. We're so happy to be able to bring them on. Gosh, what amazing patriots and what an amazing group and movement that we are that we are building here. Man, it's enough to... They throw a lot of darkness at you, but it's enough to keep you going. We have faith because we're free men and women. God made you that way. And so no man can take that away and no government can take those rights away from you. My name is Benny Johnson. Thank you for watching The Benny Show.